retro lovers, welcome to the Nostalgia Junkies podcast, where we talk all about pop culture, retro toy collecting, and nostalgia. And now, here are your hosts, Alex and Brandon. Well, I'm Alex. And I'm Brandon. And this is Nostalgia Junkies. That it is. And it is. What are we getting into this evening there, Alex? Well, today we are going to be talking about Scholastic Book Fair. Ooh, my favorite time of the year. The like rock event of the school year. Yep, those big silver cases rolling in the cafeteria or the gymnasium, wherever your school held it. Definitely looked like uh, roadies wheeling in the instruments and gear. Like the housewife roadies just like yeah. rolling it on in. Yeah, my mom was one of those. <laughs> Mine too. Mine was the uh, head of PTA over at Highland Park growing up. Yeah, I heard she got uh she got trapped for a while. <laughs> yeah, she actually did. So I think my mom came like PTA president like in second or third grade, and she ended up sticking around. I left elementary school, went on to middle school, and she was working as a para, and they kept her there because she was so good that they made her stay as PTA president. Mom got held captive by the elementary school. Wait, well, you know, I'm thinking like she worked there for us second, third, fourth, and fifth. Mm-hmm. That was four years, and they just wanted four more years. Wait, she president? Yeah, she's PTA <laughs> president. Yeah, I mean, she's the one for the job. I, I will say, my mom was one of like the best organizers for PTA. I might be a little biased because she's you know, my mom and she's mom. Yes, she is. But she organized some of the coolest events. One of uh, our dances that we had back in the day was the Hawaiian night dance or like hula dance. Crank that eighth, the, not the heat, crank the heat up to 95 and just blasted the entire gymnasium, made a 16 foot by 16 foot sandbox. Run around in your bathing suit and Hawaiian shirt. It was great. I bet you wore a coconut bra. I actually <laughs> did, and a, and a little uh, hula skirt. So uh, not look. surprised by that, but hey, it's 2023, so. Mele <laughs> Singing Christmas songs, all right. Yeah, I mean, I could go, we could go South Pacific if you want. <laughs> I was thinking more like Moana, but that works too. Yeah, but dude, like I, like, that was one of the funnest events uh, every year for school. We did that multiple years, but I think now, like as a homeowner. Just like that bill, like that's where my taxes are going. Like, what the hell? Crank that heat, baby. Hawaii vibes. Yeah. My favorite school events were probably the best ones for me because it was Catholic school. There was a week called Catholic Schools Week and every either night or day would be an event. So like one of the nights was like Ronna Roll. So all the other Catholic schools, we'd all go to Ronna Roll. That was always fun. Or uh, and then like during the school day, we'd have like picnic with parents where your parents would bring in like a special meal and like set up a picnic on the gym floor and stuff like that. It was, it was good. It was a fun week. Dude, I loved Ron Roll as a kid. Uh, me too. Except, I mean, you've seen me. My hand-eye coordination is, it, it's okay. It's not great. Oh, I can blade, baby. Yeah, no, no I, I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. I can longboard. I can skateboard a little bit. I can't skateboard. No, blades and me do not get along. I, I can't remember- wait to bring my kids to Ron Roll. I want to bring my kids to Ronald just for the experience, but like I remember being a kid going to Ronald for birthdays. I would just like sit there and be like, "Oh, this is cool." Just listen to oh, the music and like, eat, yeah, I mean, eat the D- stuff from the snack bar. <laughs> yeah, the snack bar and the DJ and I were like best friends. I'm not surprised by that, but dude. I actually uh, one of the birthday parties that I went to at Ronald again, not good with blades. I accidentally broke the birthday girl's dad's big toe. That's a typical Alex story. I was so sad. Like, 
Dave, I'm so sorry. I will always be sorry about that. I will I will never live that down. I apologize. I had one of my birthday parties there, but there were no broken anything, thankfully. There's a reason I preferred like laser tag and having pool and parties. Bowling. Bowling. <laughs> no, can- candles, candles and bowling. No. Duck pins. No. What? Awful. Dude, New England bowling. The best bowl. Awful. What are the you? Small ball. What are you, Rip Van Winkle? Regular bowling, dude. We're on a tangent here, but yeah, let's so get really, back to this uh, Scholastic Book Fair. Scholastic Book Fair. So, as as many of us remember from the 90s and the 1000s, Scholastic Book Fairs, they rolled in those big silver crates. We had a bunch of books. Brandon, what was probably your favorite book, like your must-cop from the Scholastic Book Fair? Always the goofy, random joke books, like 100 jokes for kids or whatever. <laughs> I actually have one of those in my classroom right now. It, it's like mad it says like mad tv's uh joke of crap joke of crap and this was a scholastic book that was handed out at my school recently okay well ooh, so it's actually a definitely a toss-up between joke books and mad libs i always used to get mad libs at book fair too dude i love mad libs me too especially when you're doing them with adults because they get hilarious mm-hmm. dude i actually so i had to teach uh guitar for a little bit when i was at working at illing and I found a website that you can do Mad Lib songs. Oh, that's pretty interesting. So we would teach the kids how to play songs. And then instead of them having to use the real words, we integrate ELI in there. I like that. It was, it was we fun. should do an episode of that. It's just us doing Mad Libs. Dude, Mad Lib songs. That's what oh, I'm saying. <laughs> we, we get in so much trouble. We get oh. hit with a copyright strike. But yeah, so. Not if we're changing the words. <laughs> Maybe not. I mean, we'll see how the next episode goes. Next episode, we're going uh, through all 90s live TV show themes. Mm, so, uh, we awesome. might, so if you want to hear us talk about live TV show themes, tune in. Stick uh, around. In a couple of weeks. So what was your favorite? What was your go-to? It was, it was a toss-up for me. It was, I mean, I was a big Animorphs kid, but you could always get Animorphs at the library. My must-cop had to be, do you remember Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark? Oh, yeah. Dude, Similar I, to Goosebumps, yeah. Yep, but like just a series of short stories. Yeah, I had a I I hated reading as a kid. Me and I had too. such a short attention span. Me too. That like I Goosebumps was great, but trying to get through an entire Goosebumps book. Why do you think I like Mad Libs and joke books? Because <laughs> they're a page or a half, one line great. at a time. Kid can even read. I know. There's a reason I teach math. I mean, the best part. Let's be honest. The best part about Scholastic Book Fair is not even the books. Oh, of course. We're talking about the toys. The, the posters, posters, dude. How many people had a Lamborghini poster, a Ferrari poster from a book fair? So, uh, did you see the post you put up on Instagram like earlier today? About yeah, your yeah. must cop for Scholastic. Yeah, I was surprised nobody mentioned the Lamborghini poster. Come on, not one person. It's either that or like a Michael Jordan poster or like a Ken Griffey Jr. poster. My years got towards more LeBron. I was in that weird year where LeBron was your a baby rookie and Jordan was like still. Jordan was like on the Washington Wizards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Did you? I, so I know when I was in elementary school, we had the erasers, like the puzzle erasers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, I like mechanical pencils better, but I, I love scented that. erasers. There were scented erasers for yep. sure. But like, I'm talking about one that it formed that cube that was a puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking oh, about. Okay. Yeah. Dude, I love those things. Those are so much fun. I never got one. They were like the best educational toy you would get from the Scholastic that were still somewhat usable. I don't think we can really call it usable. 
because you would erase it and everything would smudge. Yeah. And once you took it apart, you could never get it back together. Except for that one kid who was like good at Ruby's Cube that could. That's true. Especially once you're, you've like worn it down from erasing. Mm-hmm. Like, what is he, what is it then? Just it, a, it just doesn't fit. Nice. We just force it together. Whoa, whoa. Take it hey, easy. Hey, hey, PG, PG. Oh, what about the like Mr. Sketch scented markers? Oh my God. Dude, I use those in my classroom every day. I'm not surprised by that. Those, those Mr. Sketch scented uh, markers are the best things for making posters. They're vibrant and they keep their color. That they do. They're very good. They're very good markers in that regard for sure. And so that's why I love whenever we go to like World Vision does these teacher fairs every year, like twice a year, we can get supplies for the classroom. Every year that they have those, and whatever the max is, whether it's two or twelve, we grab that many packs because we will go through it and use it, and we will use every color. I mean, what other marker set do you know that yellow and pink show up bright on white paper? That's true. Unless they're like specifically like neon, like highlighters. But it, it's like essentially I, is. I would say like it's the, that Game Boy Pocket, Game Boy Color yellow color. Yeah, for sure. Like it's, it's not neon, but it's not like deep goldenrod. Mm-hmm. But it is just, it's gorgeous. I, sorry, I, I, we're getting on a tangent about markers now. Hey, dude, it's all stuff from the book fair. So thinking about the book fair, did you ever have the mascot Clifford walking around? I don't think so. We had not not like a life size, but we had a like you know one of the mascot costume Cliffords like walking around as a little kid looking up at Clifford. It was like the coolest thing to do. I found out in fifth grade that the fifth graders actually are the ones who wear the costume. And I oh. got to, I got to be Clifford at a Scholastic Book Fair. I could definitely see you being Clifford. And that mascot costume is hot as shit. Well, they all are, dude. I mm mm mm. <laughs> so you won't be working at Disney World anytime soon. Nope. I will not. No, you or, always or Chuck E. Cheese. cheese. <laughs> I will not be walking around as that. But you won't catch me at Chuck E. Cheese for other reasons now. That place has gotten wild. Chuck E. Cheese used to be like the place to Where go. Where a kid could be a kid. Mm-hmm. And now it's just... Where a kid could get abducted and sex trafficked. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, speaking of Chuck E. Cheese and schools. Mm-hmm. Did you ever get the Chuck the E. Cheese pizza at school? We did. We got the Chuck E. Cheese pizzas and we got individually wrapped Taco Bell chalupas before at school. What? Mm-hmm. Damn, I should have gone to Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> it was only like once or twice, but... That's twice more than I had it. Yeah, exactly. So all we got was we got Chuck E. Cheese pizzas a few times. Yeah, they were like microwave Chuck E. Cheese yeah, pizzas. Yeah, they were like, you know, like maybe all of like a four inch, five inch diameter pizza. Mm-hmm. But man, they were great. They were good. See, I would... I didn't like this pizza that school served on like Fridays every week. Like the French bread pizza and stuff, I never got it. I did not like it. The French bread pizza was garbage. The triangle slice was okay. The There was a square pizza that wasn't French bread pizza. And then there was like a round one. Yeah, the, like the like a glorified bagel. I and never really got any of those. The creme de la creme. The fromage de la fromage. The Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like Italian dunkers. <laughs> did you ever like hollow out? Yeah, and then you pour the meat sauce inside. That's, that's the only way to eat them. It was the best. Sure was. We always had this lunch lady that would walk around going, manja, manja. Oh. <laughs> and we were just like, manja, manja. <laughs> like, we're like, what are you saying? And then we realized she was telling us to eat in French. That was Italian. Is it the same? It's the same thing. Okay. Uh, manger is technically French, but manja, manja was fancy. 
Mm, omelette du fromage. Oh, omelette du fromage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, dude, I love elementary school. Elementary school is great. I mean, who didn't? I know we're going off topic with classic book fairs, but let's just talk about school for a minute. Okay. What What was your go-to recess game? Kickball. Isn't it everybody's? Yeah, it's, it's either kickball or foursquare. There's no, I mean, what else are you going to play? Now, did y'all play on a blacktop yes. or on a baseball diamond? We only had a blacktop. Okay. And I chipped my front teeth, smacking my face on the blacktop, rounding second base one time. It didn't hurt. I didn't even know it was broken until I went over the... I, like, ran my tongue along my teeth. I was like, oh, that's pretty sharp. And then I went up to the teacher, and she was like, oh, yeah, we're going to go to the nurse. So we had, like, you know, our blacktop was also, like, our basketball court, too. Mm -hmm. And you would start, like, you would be underneath the bat one basketball hoop. The first one pitch, you'd kick. If you could make it in the other basketball hoop on the other side, it was a grand slam. Make it in or hit the backboard? Make it in. Mm. Well, oh, we it. played in the gym before, not outside. We played in the gym as well, like during gym class. And I'm pretty sure hitting it was just a like an automatic home run. But I never, yeah. we never had a getting it in the hoop rule because nobody did that. Well, this was like hitting it. Hitting it was automatic home run. Yeah, dude, I have only seen it done once. But this kid kicked it and put it in the uh, the basketball hoop. It's impressive. Was, the best thing is, I think you know who this person is too. I do. Who from Manchester? Went to the NFL. Seth? Seth the Valve kicked the ball. Of course we it like, was him. Dude, we were in like maybe first or second grade, and like he kicks it and puts it in the freaking basketball hoop. All of the DeValves are just naturally good at everything they do. Not yeah. even just sports. They, they don't, I know. Dude, they're great people. That whole family. I love them. I love them. We used to do these awesome events with our school. Like I know when you were in, you were in third grade, you had a fifth grade buddy, so they would be your mentor. Mm -hmm. And I just love the way that like elementary school was so involved with assisting each other. Yeah, yeah. And I just feel like we don't see that anymore. We're all working in silos. Nobody likes each other anymore. That's why. COVID made us all go inside, be resentful, and be like, I don't want that again. Yeah, pretty much. My favorite thing about school was probably field day. I used to love field day so much. What was your like your best event for field day? All of them. Oh, you, you were that kid? Yeah. At least I thought I was. You thought you were. Same in gym. I was a gym bully all the way through high school. I used to take it way too serious. You were the like, try hard? Dude, when we played like badminton even, I went too hard and got pissed off at other people if they messed it up for our team. That was me with volleyball growing up. That too. Like you can see, that's what I'm a volleyball coach now. It's like volleyball was the sport that I was always pretty good with. And I just, I would just go wherever it was. It was like instinctual. For a field day, my best event was always the leapfrog. I don't think we did that. You never did that? No. Oh, my gosh. We always did, it was like a leapfrog race. And you could have a team of four. You would have to go the, the entire distance of the field and back. Yeah, we didn't do that. We did like the egg on the spoon races and stuff like that. We never did that. Yeah. And then we did your typical like kickball, volleyball. Running. Yeah. Uh, no, we didn't do running. We had races. Water balloon toss. That was fun. Um, I forget what else, but it was always a blast. I can't remember. No, we had a huge end of the year, like school wide picnic too at Wickham Park. Mm -hmm. And that's where they would like fire up those grills and do all that. But I think field day, we would have to bring our lunch. I think I always brought Subway to field day. Did you ever do the butterfly project? You get like the, the little pupas or the caterpillars? Nope. To grow? No? That was like one of the, my favorite times of the year because we'd always be like, 
monarch. I think they're called monarch butterflies. They are, yep. And those like net things. Yep. We do the monarch butterflies, and then you like watch them grow, and you learn about the stages of life. It's a chrysalis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we didn't get to do that. Dude, it was it was one of the coolest things. I remember like we all wanted to keep that project going because whenever it ended, we never wanted it to end. Yeah, of course. So we would capture caterpillars from outside and bring them into the lunchroom and steal a styrofoam cup. That's hilarious. And then we bring them home. And then they turn into moths. Like, what the hell are these? I thought it was supposed to be butterflies. Yeah, right. That butterflies dusty. <laughs> dusty as powder flies. That stink like shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know why. Like, dude, I don't know if it's the powder or what, but for some reason, moths reek. Dude, you know, in second, second grade, maybe third, third grade, we had this teacher. It was like a, it was almost like a foreign exchange program, but it was a teacher from Japan, Kanako Sensei, and she would come. I think she was there like a month, and she introduced us, introduced us to Totoro, and like taught us like Japanese songs, and like that's the first time I ever ate like like dried seaweed, like mm-hmm. like sushi type seaweed. And like, it was really cool. She, that was, I can't believe how long ago that was, but that was probably one of my favorite elementary school experiences. So one of the programs that we had within all of our schools, we had an after school French program. Mm. And so a few times a week, our, the French club from the high school would come down to elementary school and teach us all French. Okay. So from the time I was in third grade, ending up to the time that I was junior in high school, took a year off, and then to a sophomore, junior year of college, I took French. Oh. Like, almost consistent. That's a lot of French. So, uh, you know, je parle en parfum. I don't know French. I speak like little all. to no French. It's still, it's so bad, I stopped using it. I, I used to speak very fluently, and now I can barely put together a sentence. And I do fromage, is it for me? I have one student that speaks fluent French instead of Spanish at my school. She and I, I'm like, Je parle en français. Yeah. And she's like, oh, dude, all I can think of every time when I look at her and I'm like, all I can think of is Keenan Thompson. Yep. Pierre Escargo. I will hit you with my spicy baguette. Yeah. <laughs> my spicy burrito. That there was... is a hot cat in my pants. Yeah. I never, <laughs> I never took French. Uh, I took Latin. Really? Yeah. Oh, can you still speak a little Latin? You don't really speak Latin. There, I mean... More, more read it. Yeah, there's like Latin phrases and stuff, but Latin is just the language that all other languages derive. So it's just like, it was hard. <laughs> well, that, you know what? So I mean, going off of that, singing growing up, mm-hmm. we learned to like read some Russian and French and Spanish and Latin, Italian, German, Polish. And it was, it's amazing how like getting to these different pieces I have no idea what I'm saying or singing half the time. Just all messed up stuff. But learning, like, I think especially once you learn to sing in Latin, everything else becomes so much easier because it is that base language. And all this has come from school. Like, I I didn't do this in my free time. This is like just our Manchester public school system. Right. Oh, my Latin teacher was my favorite teacher of all time, too. Mr. Pfeiffer. That dude is... Heard, oh, he was at the high school. Yeah. Incredible. Re- repetitio est mater studiorum. Repetition is the mother of learning. Oh. <laughs> oh. So going going back to like elementary school mm-hmm. and talking about school events. My mom was PTA president, which we talked about. We One, get it, mom. We get it. Your mom was the president. Yo, my mom was like the coolest thing. Do you remember Jeff Corwin? Duh, he was like American crocodile hunter. Yeah, he came to Highland Park. No way. Yes, he did. And I thought it was like the coolest 
shit. I love Jeff Corwin. Especially with, my mom kept it a secret from me. The whole time she's going back and forth and reaching out to people and having them come in, didn't tell me a damn word because, you know, I can't keep my mouth shut. I'm jealous of that. I wish we had Jeff Corwin So or like the Crap Brothers. Jeff Corwin came to our school and he had like the blue tongue lizard. And skink, he's the blue like, tongue skink. Does anybody want to come and hold or pet the lizard? And I'm holding my hand up. I'm like, me, 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 me. Mm. He points to like... I thought he was pointing to me. In your general direction. And like, it, like dude, I literally thought, and like, I get ready to go get up. And like, you know, like when you're a kid, you're sitting like crisscross applesauce. You put your hands down in front of me to go stand up. The girl that's sitting right in front of me was on her like knees. And she like hopped up to be sitting on her heels. Stepped straight on both of my thumbs and like rocked up. And dude, I swear, I she ripped my thumbnails off at the time. And so all of a sudden, I'm in tears in the middle of this assembly with the entire freaking elementary school in front of like my idol at the time, Jeff Corwin. Rough. And just and now getting like holding the lizard robbed from me. And broken thumbs. And broken th- and I'm just bawling my eyes out. He said, How am I supposed to play Mario Party with no thumbs? And here here's the thing. <laughs> Jeff Corwin then goes, Little boy, are you okay? And I'm sobbing. And my teacher goes, He's fine. Oh my God. They're like, he's just a little bitch because he didn't get picked <laughs> to hold the lizard. Dude, that that's what they all thought. And then, like, I'd show that my thumbs were, like, beat red. Like, the red of your crock. And they realized, oh, no, he actually did kind of get hurt. That was, again, one of the just the coolest things. Like, having Jeff Corwin come to our school. No one cool came to my elementary school. Um, did you know before they were big, the Jonas Brothers did a little concert at Odyssey? Odyssey I, School. I know they went to school. I didn't know they went to Odyssey. Yeah, they did. And then the only cool thing we had like that, uh, in high school, one, I got my class... Um, won a trip to TRL. So I got picked, I got to go to TRL. What? And then two, Marcus Houston performed at MHS when I was there, who is Roger from Sister Sister. But nothing like that in elementary school, though. Other than Jeff Corwin, a couple fun dances. I mean, obviously the variety show. I don't know if you guys did variety shows at St. Bridget's. Um, not, not really. Highland Park, it was like the, it was the epicenter of the school year. Like That was the big I wish thing. we did. Like every year, the fifth grade hosted it. It was done like a big, like variety act, and it was almost like competition style. Yeah, yeah. And we had like skits that went along. So it was like a whole story from start to finish, sliced in with like kids doing things, like talent show. Yeah, that's cool. We didn't really have that. We just had like your typical like Christmas concert and like a spring concert or whatever. I will say we did make uh, my fifth grade year. We we made variety show history. My friend Emily and I dressed up as Danny and Sandy from Greece and sang Summer Nights. And we had like friends of our class like that did like the pink ladies and the greasers. Thing is though, she dressed up as Danny and I dressed up as Sandy. And <laughs> you we guys we, were way ahead of way and, ahead of the time. Oh yeah, and we, we lip synced the whole thing. And I and I had the blonde wig, I had the pink skirt, I Damn, had a little, dude. little white top. They should oh, yeah. put you on a Bud Light dude, can. Dude, I, I have a picture somewhere and you know, maybe I'll throw it up as a story. I don't know if I'll put it up there forever, but it's it's the internet. I mean, it's forever. They didn't recognize Emily as Danny. They didn't recognize me as Sandy. And they're looking at the playbill and they're like, where are Alex and Emily? Like, they're supposed to be singing this. And they're like, Emily's not a blonde. And Alex is not that that thin or tall. And it's like, it was like, it was so good. It was so Sounds good. Sounds like an incredible performance. Dude, I, I will show you pictures of, of this. I can't wait. We went way off of the Scholastic. 
Yeah, we did. So uh, tonight we did not talk about Scholastic. but I mean, we kind of did. No, we did. But there's only so much you could talk about when it comes to the book fair. I will say, so I, we, we talked a little earlier about how we put out that post about people's favorite thing or a must cop from the Scholastic book fair. First answer we got back, and I gotta say, I opened it and immediately got flooded with memories. It was that 20-piece art set of like color pencils, markers, oh, yeah, yeah. pastel. like Definitely had that. As soon as like I opened that, I got flooded with it. Like just like that wave of nostalgia that we always talk about. Yep. This thing was not only the shit, but it was shit. <laughs> it was it's like crap quality. You go to use the marker, it's already dried out. And shitty has like little <laughs> chips of watercolor. Yes, that no matter how much water you used, it never, never was clear. So the pastels like, oh, are probably plastic. the best, but they make a mess when you use them. And like the crayons would just like, like fracture. Just the wax that like glides along the paper doesn't leave any color <laughs> behind. As soon as that picture came up, I'm like I love this thing and hate it simultaneously. Likewise, trapper keepers were great too. You don't see many trapper keepers anymore. No, nobody uses them. That's because no one brings anything in their book bag. Everything is digital. I asked Jocelyn earlier, like, what anything she remembers. He went right to the pens. Remember the feather pens? I thought you said depends. Dep- oh, yeah. <laughs> she goes to depends because, you know, scholastic book fairs, and she loves books, so books are the shit. But, like, the pens, like, the, the quills. Oh, oh, yes, yes. I don't even forgot those at book fair. Never got, yeah, I got those at like the uh, like the Mark Twain house or like the, the like the Cheney. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But do you remember the pens that had like the little bobble afro head? Yeah, <laughs> I do now. I forgot all about that. I hadn't seen them in so many years, and for the first time, I saw one yesterday. You did. I went to the doctor and got my blood work done for my surgery. And the woman doing the blood work, she had like a bunch of them just sitting around. So either she loves these pens and their company orders them. Or she had a kid that just went to the Scholastic Book Fair. Either way, it's awesome. I like to think she got them from the book fair. Maybe she went to a book fair. I don't know. So, I mean, we talked about our favorite books. You said that yours was the joke book. Mine was yep. Scary Story joke, to Tell in the Dark. Joke book and Mad Libs, yep. I would definitely say Goosebumps was up there. Animorphs was pretty those, good. I feel like those ones were just given already, though. Those and, like, do you remember the Matt Christopher books? Like, they're all, like, sports-related, usually. No? Oh. Um, I might. I used to love those. Like, show me a picture. Oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. We have a couple of those at school. Yep. I just didn't know that that was in their artist uh, author's name. He's been around forever. You know who also has been around forever? Ron Roy. Yeah. Yep. I haven't heard that name in a while. A to Z mysteries. A to Z mysteries. Yep. And you know he he was a Manchester resident. Really. So if you ever went to Manchester Library and were checking out any of like the A to Z mysteries, you actually might have walked by Ron Roy and not even realized. Sure, I did. The Manchester Public Library used to do the like, the read sessions, the read alouds in the evenings, mm-hmm. and every like month, Ron Roy would come down and read part of A to Z Mysteries. Oh, no, I never experienced that. So over the course of like three months, you might actually hear him read an entire book. That's pretty cool. Not only that, one of my friends growing up, the back of their property was the back of Ron Roy's property on the other side of the block. I would see Ron Roy at the library, and then see Ron Roy at my friend's house a couple times a week. It got to the point where, as like a seven or eight-year-old, reading A to Z mysteries, I'm on a first-name basis with the author of the book. Yeah, that doesn't happen often. That's pretty cool. I know, like that. I mean, it's not like it's J.K. Rowling or or Shel Silverstein or something. Roald but... but, Yeah, yeah. But no, Ron Roy was like... And a kid, I loved the mystery genre. I was older, so mine was like Hardy Boys. (laughs) No, that's really old. Magic Treehouse? Magic Treehouse, yeah. That was also a good one. I used to love like some of the classics, like Holes oh. and like the Mouse and the Motorcycle. And like, I just watched uh, Holes again for the first time. So good. Stanley Yelman. 
Uh, watch out for them yellow spotted lizards, boy. I didn't realize that Dulé Hill was in that movie at the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't know him by name like that at the time, yeah. But it's because Jocelyn's been watching West Wing and Dulé Hill's on West Wing. Yep. And then I'm, I'm watching Holes like that night. You know, he's talking in that southern accent like, no, kiss Miss Barlow. Miss Barlow, I'll meet you over Kissing Barlow. Kate Barlow. Kissing Kate Barlow. And he's he's talking to her. I'm like, holy crap, that's Dua Hill. That's Gus. Yeah, yeah. What about Madame Zeroni? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so good. Oh. Such a good series. It's fantastic. I might watch it tonight when I get home. <laughs> it was it was great. It's a great movie, and the replayability on that movie is phenomenal. Shia LaBeouf was, was probably one of his best jobs acting. Oh, yeah. I could talk about holes all day, man. Maybe we should do a, a holes uh, episode. A whole episode? A whole holes. I'm down. But yeah, that probably uh, wraps it up about the old... Old Scholastic Book Fair and the old school. Book fair. Yeah. Want to go into our trivia section of the evening? Sure. Let's do... In the 1994 indie hit Clerks, what is the name of the convenience store where the main character works? I have never seen Clerks. I've never seen the whole thing. People are probably going to hate us for that. Oh, gosh. Isn't it the, um, isn't it down in New Jersey, too? Like, they actually did a little pop-up shop mm-hmm. recently. Moose something? Mm-mm. Quick stop. And you're like, no, that's No, no. okay. <laughs> nope, we don't After know. you. If you were wearing a mood ring and it turned yellow, what would that mean? That's hard. What would uh, your mood be? Stressed. I'll give I'll give that to you. Yeah, that you're nervous or unsettled. All right. Yeah, that dude, is, I'll, I'll give you that one. That was good. That's pretty close. Yeah, <laughs> pretty close. Sweet. Nice. Um. All right. This is a multiple choice. What was the name of the Clintons' White House cat? Mittens, socks, whiskers, or boots? Between two of them. Was it socks? Sure was. <laughs> okay. One for me. Ready for this? Mm-hmm. What spreadable product did Fabio and his luscious locks spread that he just simply couldn't believe? I can't believe it's not butter. Exactly. I feel like that last line of the clue just gives I it mean, away. I mean, I knew it anyways, oh. but yeah. Um, whatever happened, sorry, but whatever happened to Fabio? He got hit in the face by a duck on a roller coaster. Did he die? No. I was going to say, I thought he lived through that. He did. He just broke his nose. And then he just never came back? He's probably done a few other like little cameo commercial things, but... I feel like Fabio like I in mean, the that, 90s was everywhere. Yeah, I mean, that thing kind of dries up and gets old. He's a one-trick pony. He's just got long he hair. To, I, listen, you're going to tell me that he's not going to be on the front of like the new Harry Potter series, like <laughs> standing on the broom, luscious locks in. He's too old for that. Oh, my God. So what you got for me? Put these toys in the order they hit the market from earliest to latest. Okay. Beanie Babies. Okay. Tickle Me Elmo. Hungry Hungry Hippos. Earliest to latest. Okay. I want to say it is Hungry Hungry Hippos. Mm Mm-hmm. Beanie Babies. Yep. And then Tickle Me Elmo. Correct. In the popular Chili's restaurant commercial, who was on a deserted beach singing that they wanted their baby back ribs? I mean, I obviously remember the song, but there's a specific 
person that was on. It is uh, technically a group of people. Holy crap. Really? When I say it, you're going to be like, oh. A group of people. The Blue Man Group. No. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. In sync. Dude, I don't know why that was like in the back of my mind, but I was like, nah. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, if you wanted a clue, like, we just met two of them. I got, I'm going to do a bonus one just because it's on the other side of this card. Okay. What color is Sailor Moon's skirt? Red. Blue. <laughs> oh. That's yeah. a good guess. Well, I think something was red. I don't I don't fully remember, but I yeah. think the isn't there like a little she had a little scarf or something? Might have been a little scarf. I didn't watch it, so I don't know. Yeah, so if you we've been nostalgia junkies, if I've been Alex. And I'm Brandon. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe, rate, review on all of our channels there. And next time we'll be talking about live action themes for theme music. We'll actually be doing a little quiz. I can't wait. I know. It's be so we'll make it a little competition. We'll see who who gets them first or the most. I've worked really hard to like not watch any of this video when editing. He's full of it. He already knows every answer. I really don't. Okay, let's find out. Okay. Well, I've been Alex. And I'm Brandon. And we'll see you later. Peace. Peace. That's all, folks. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgia Junkies podcast. Follow us on social media. Subscribe to the podcast and make sure to never miss an episode. Till the next episode.